Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Sans pants radio. The shoe's on the other boot now. Welcome to Plumbing the Death Star presents Movie Maintenance, where some films just need fixing. Today we're looking at... Ugh, fan four stick. Woo! That had a theme song, probably. <laughs> did it? I don't, I don't think it did. I think <laughs> he's looking. That's great. I just think they looked at the budget and went, "No, nah, just rip it off YouTube." It yeah, fine. it's just, fine. Just we spent a hundred. We sunk one hundred twenty million into was this. That, it did not look like it cost one hundred twenty million. I mean, I know that, like in these days, like superhero movie terms, that's actually not that much. No, but like I think a lot of that went into reshoots. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Also, right. the stuff we didn't get to see and that was in the trailer. Yeah. Like, there's probably some real great moments, like Thing being dropped from a plane. Yeah. yeah. Weird they kept that in all the promotional material and it didn't. <laughs> You're right there. Pop is just doing a thing. Don't mind me. Because no, <laughs> I, I, I watched it today um, and because I didn't want to pay for it on what was not an illegal download. I was going to say, um, how many people were in the cinema that. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I was like, I, I was going to actually, no, that funny story that. Because um, Zamet sent me a message a couple of days ago being like, Gabe, uh, you're going to have to watch Fantastic Four. And I was like, fuck. It was the one thing I was like trying to avoid <laughs> not bringing up in the hopes that he just wouldn't think of it. Um, and so I was like, okay. So I was like grudgingly like typed in Fantastic Four session times. And um, anyway, funny thing, most cinemas like this has been out for a couple of weeks. And most cinemas are only showing it like um, two times a day. Oh, that's if not that, good. Yeah. Not a good sign. About and a I, week and a half. It's not even a couple yeah, of weeks. And yeah. And I couldn't like just, I could not find like. I couldn't find a time that suited. Yeah. So I was like, all right, let's just see if there's like a relatively watchable download. And it was, there was a relatively watchable one. Like it was a bit murky, but the sound quality was okay. Um, but yeah, so I sat down and watched it That's the best today. review of Fantastic Four. <laughs> <laughs> been, yeah, yeah, right, pretty much. Yeah. But that said, I called Zamet halfway through because I was like, I did not – the first half I was like, this is not as bad as I expected. Yeah. Agreed. I was like – It was great really, up was, until – Yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't bad. I was like – the dialogue was bouncy enough for a superhero movie. Um, the char- I think the characters, like anything that worked about the characters was purely down to the cast who were excellent. Great. Um, but like, you know, the characters were charismatic and likable enough. There were a few shit things um, here and there. But like generally I was like, you know, everyone's like, 
everyone's fairly likable. Everyone's all fairly engaging. The scene where they all like get drunk before they, you know, stupidly try out the thing. I was like, I really like that. Mm, I kind yeah. of liked doing I, I would have gone like with them. Yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, I okay. hadn't even yeah. drunk anything yeah, exactly. in the theater, and I'd be like, yeah, look, the moment let's go to that other dimension. <laughs> and like bantering, I'm like, yeah, sweet, I'm probably going to enjoy you. But then, like, and you know, all of that, and um, I, I was, I was sitting, I was, I was like, really really enjoying it up to that point. It's like more than I thought because I was only half watching it that I was like, I actually don't mind this. Am this I is having like, a stroke? Am I? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, what film am I watching? And I called Zam and I was like, so when, when does it get bad? Because it's not great, but it's not terrible. Yeah, that's stage like, one of watching this yeah, movie where so you're everyone, like, what is everyone talking then what about? Was really interesting was then like it just – it. Then, like, you know, there was sort of the... Because you called me, it was bad. around about when Reed was escaping. It was when Reed was escaping. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, yeah that's him. the point. That's the point. I was point. like, that was all pretty good. And then it was like, Reed escaped. And then I watched for a bit more and I was like, yeah, okay. And then the bit where Doom came back and started wreaking havoc, I was Ugh. like, still, I was like, okay, still. And then I was just like, I paused, I think I went to the toilet and I paused it. And I was like, wait, there's... There's 13 minutes left. Wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> like, hang on, what? Yeah. Like, this is... Like, we're including credits. Oh, I think I have some of the credits. But, yeah. um, but I, was, I was looking at it and I was like, wait, hang on. Like, because I was like, this is... This is not something that has been built up to or, like, there's been no sense of, like, rising stakes mm-hmm. or anything. What we've had is, like, half a film of, like, likable characters hanging out and doing stuff that, you know, is totally inoffensive. <laughs> and then, like, you know, shit gets fucked up and then we cut to, like, they're all sort of living their lives... Then Reed comes back, and then they're all fighting, and then Doom comes back, and then suddenly there's the climax, mm. which goes mm. for like five minutes, and then it's the end. And they're like, oh, we're all friends again now. All those conflicts where Ben Grimm's like, this was your fault. And they have a fight with Doom, and Ben Grimm's like, nah, it's all good. It's fine. Yeah. And, then like, and then that was it. And Johnny like, Tom's like, this thing. Are you yeah. guys close enough that you can say that? And he won't kill yeah, you? Yeah, he was like, <laughs> what was it he said? He was like, you know, what about like two guys, a girl, and the thing that no one wanted? And I was like, that's a really unpleasant yeah. thing to say. Rude. Yeah. Say it's a Johnny. really Rude. unpleasant thing to say to someone. Also, like, he doesn't know enough about him to say that no one well, wants him. It's like, like a They line. never even talk. Well, like, I mean, they and do, suddenly yeah. they're best <laughs> yeah. friends. Like, suddenly they're all like close chummy, friends, chummy, like bantering and everything. And I was like, this is... Yeah, I've never been in a film where I'm like... I, I want this to end, but I kind of want it to go on. Like, yeah. it was this weird point where I'm like, I feel like this is the longest movie I've ever watched, but also the shortest movie I've ever watched. <laughs> it, was a, it was like the only time where I was like, like this is a not good movies. film. Yeah, it just yeah. dragged, but it like could have gone for an extra <laughs> half an hour. But Honestly, it, it needed, it was only an hour and a half long. It, if, if they'd given it an extra half an hour to like flesh out the, you know, because what, what you need to have in this film is, okay, you have this team come together. You have shit go down. You have them all break apart and do different things. Yep, okay, so far, so good. Kind of makes sense. They're all, they all blame Reed. Reed's run off, et cetera, et cetera. You have them bring Reed back. You have conflict. You have them slowly coming back together. Mm. You bring Doom back around that time. And then you have more time of Doom slowly becoming more evil and fucking more shit up. Mm. And them sort of being like, well, this is our friend who we abandoned, so we feel a little bit guilty, so we're kind of trying to help him. And he's you, you, instead of him just like coming back and then just immediately destroying everything, mm. and then meanwhile, maybe you have the character sort of come back together to try and talk to Doom and then slowly sort of build themselves, you know, build up a friendship again. Then you have the climax in which they all have to kind of save each other and help each other, which they didn't do in this. And then you can kind of bring it to a resolution and that give it that extra half an hour so that all that stuff can have breathing room so you can actually have an arc of these characters like being driven apart and then coming back together again instead of like abruptly they bring Reed back, then Doom comes back and shit blows up and that's the end. 
Like, yeah. Reed must have been brought back from South America wherever he was, like, 20 minutes before the ending of the film. Like, it just, it just, it was such an abrupt, like, truncated ending that it was like, wait, what? Yeah. Like, and it wouldn't, I, I think, like, if it had that breathing room, it would have been okay, but it just felt so strange mm. and, like, jarring and really, like, mm. odd. And it, I think, like, even the tonal mismatches, like, would have been helped by more breathing room. Like, the fact that it went from, like, you know, the first half was, like, you know, quite a lot of, like, you know, funny, like, oh, not, not really funny, but, like, you know, it's light. Yeah. Light banter. Yeah. Like, all that. It was quite enjoyable. Then it gets quite grim for a while, but, like, not... Then grim. Not <laughs> but, yeah, and then, like, it just... And then suddenly it got kind of bleak, and then suddenly it just had a big CGI climax. I was like, oh, we're, we're, we're here already. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then that was it. Like, it's, what? I, I just felt like even, even something as simple, because I think Doom, him turning very weirdly to be... Him going from a, a character who was like, no, you can't have Planet Zero because you're going to fuck it up like you fucked up this Earth. Like, he seemed very much like a greeny kind Kind of like, no, nah, protect the earth, which was great. Yeah, anti government, anti government, whatever, who cares? That was fine. Yeah. But then yeah. at the end, he's like, nah, you fucked up this, I'm gonna blow it up. Yeah. And it's just like, <laughs> my plan is to take the planet that I love and take your planet and smash, smash it into it. it. Yeah. How, how, how can anything go wrong with that? <laughs> yeah. If they, if they like, couldn't give it the time to, like, flesh out Doom and to actually build up to that yeah. climax, which I think is kind of what you need to do. Like, I mean, in a film, you really should have a sense of rising tension and rising stakes, particularly a film yeah. like that, building up to a conclusion. Like, I mean, so what they could have done, if it had to be 90 minutes long, then just get rid of Doom altogether. Like, leave him yeah. on the planet and then, Agreed. like, you know, have the villain be, like, some military the person government. or something. Yeah, why not? Like, something like that. Like, have them I don't care enough to give it much government. thought. But, like... You know, haven't been used by the government, haven't, like, have to fight back against, like, make Tim Blake Nelson's character, like, the big bad, and, like, he's, like, fucking with something, or he's, like, fucking with the science of something, or, like, mm. maybe he mm. superpowers himself because he can be totally disposable. Maybe. It's generic, the mole, but fine. Yeah. It's not, yeah. yeah. And then, like, have Doom come back in the sequel, which is hopefully not going to happen now. No, but, no. you know, I, if, if I you really... had 90 minutes to do that, if you could have been longer, flesh out the Doom stuff. I, I really do hope they do... Like, you know how with Prometheus they eventually released the original script yeah. before Damon Lindelof wrecked it? Yeah. I hope Josh Trank does release the script so we can see what he was and going to do. And if he was do. actually yeah. right when he said that he had a really good version of the film. Yeah. yeah I, I suspect he wasn't curious. even going to bring Doom back in this movie. Maybe like an end credit scene you might yeah. see him on the planet. Yeah, that but I get the me, feeling that, that he wasn't even going to – he's going to have the military be the bad guys for the second half. And save Doom yeah, for the sequel or whatever. You had this sort of like you could have a simple improvement right off the bat. Yeah, right. Get rid of Doom. Doom doesn't come back. And then when they're um in the military, you know, big after the powers have sort of just happened. Like, has anyone read the Secret Wars when like, the Illuminati um, get captured by the Skrulls and they've got this one scene where they've got here's some comic book nerd bullshit. But the Skrulls, <laughs> alien race, they shapeshift. Who cares? Um, they've got Reed. And they've just sort of pinned him almost like a blanket or like, oh, a, okay. like a sheet. And they just stretched him really far to see how, how far they can stretch him. And so they're just like, they're just pulling the seeds. Just what are the limitations of, of him? And so you could have the military being like, he, you know, they're, they're doing all these tests on Reed. They're mm. doing all these tests on Ben and Sue and Johnny. And to just have them being like the father being like Franklin, Richard being like, get them out there, get them out of there. Yeah. And that's where the conflict is. You you have these four characters who are just trapped by the government mm. and Franklin trying to really, you know, do a dodgy. And then maybe he can... If you're, if you're, you're, about, you're about to sacrifice film, aren't you? You're, you're <laughs> almost, almost. Yeah. Uh, you know, like a great escape. Oh, like a great escape. And you kind of have... stretchy man. Because you, you know how you have... You need to death scene. You need Franklin, Richard, I guess... Oh, Franklin, Richard. Um, Franklin... Makes sense. He's like, hey, Storm. stop. And he's like... Yeah. 
Why would he kill him anyway? So I'm guessing where to kill him would be the you know the government as he's you know undoing all the the cells yeah. or whatever. Yeah, you can die and then you can have like a nice little dad, daddy, daughter, and son moment to be like. They didn't really come you, back to that either, did they? No, they did not. Like they killed him. Yeah, they just kind of like. Oh no, my dad just died. I did. I did like how he in the in the start of the movie he gives his son that pep talk of you gotta stop being so reckless. Now I want you to jump into this interdimensional portal that's never been tested. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Great, uh, that's a good dad. So yeah, <laughs> you could do something like that where then it becomes them breaking out and the government running against it and maybe they're forcing Ben to do all this kind of stuff. Or have Doom come back with them with all the face melted and shit yeah. on him and maybe make him a bit more obsessed to trying to go back into Planet Zero. And when he finally realises like this is what he wants to do, make him go to Planet Zero but at the at the cost of what has happening which is you know you're going to destroy the earth but he's like no I'm not I, I know all my math my math is great and he's like you know because a big part of Doom is that he's God, he's very he's got going hubris of like no yeah. I'm the greatest I'm not wrong and mm. to have him be like no you're, you're, you're fucking shit up stop it yeah if he had to be the villain like he needed yeah. more development because I actually quite liked what they did with him originally. Like in the, in the mm. first half of the film, yeah, like, I yeah. agree with that. Quite, yeah, yeah, that was good setup. Yeah, I was like, you know, he was clearly unstable, but he wasn't unlikable. Mm. Like mm. you know, the stuff where when he was drinking with him and when he made that speech about like the Apollo astronauts and yeah. stuff, I was like, that was that yeah. was good. Oh, I was like, this is surprisingly good. I. <laughs> did not expect to be enjoying this and I did not expect to be enjoying him because I'd yeah. already heard that he was one of the problems in the film. But then, mm. like, and then, like, just to bring him back so blithely, like, it, it may really well not be the same well, character. Yeah. I mean, not that that would make Like, I mean, look, if you just cut, cut off him coming back and, you know, you have, like, just make Tim Blake Nelson, like, you know, get some stuff from the planet, some MacGuffin substance or whatever, and, like, maybe superpowers up some soldiers or something and then, like, tries to do something dodgy and they have to team together to stop him. And then you can have, like, your generic throwaway villain mm. and you can spend yeah. a well, bit more time. Yeah, again, in the comics, yeah. he is, like, the Mole Man, yeah? Yeah, like, they change his name, but, yeah, I can't remember what it is. But he's, like, basically this Mole Man who's this sort of short, stumpy dude who lives under the earth and has, like, a bunch of mole people that he can control. And so, yeah, you're right. You could grab a bunch of military people. You could turn them into mole people. He could become the mole man. And there you go. You should be yeah, perfect. Done. Good fix. Here's your dumb plot. Here's your dumb, dumb plot, your dumb <laughs> film, you some bitches. Max, but, Le- oh, sorry, there you go. But, but despite, like, all its problems, I think it's got to be, like, one of the weirdest experiences of watching, <laughs> and especially after, because, like, despite everything that's wrong with it, it's hard to hate it because it's kind of more fascinating. Yeah, I agree. From yeah, like is, an autopsy point yeah, of view yeah. of like yeah. what actually happened. Like, yeah. like Fox makes bad movies, but mm. never this bad. Yeah, and they have made good movies. So who yeah. knows? Never this happened. good. No, really. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. It is just like what happened here, and yeah. it is just fascinating hearing about like you know the build up to it all, the changes mm. that were made, the kind of like yeah, yeah, it was made because like they needed the rights, and I think it was like Josh Trank was like you know. No one read any of the source material because we're sort of really going off the source yeah. material. Which I'm like, at one, on one hand, they did I'm like, ultimates. They, yeah, yeah, the, the original, original stuff you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. I, th- no, I think but he was like, don't read that. any comics to all. Like, really? Because he Mara. borrowed a lot from the ultimates. Yeah, he did. It's like the same thing. Yeah, but Kate Mara was going to read like a bunch of like Fantastic Four stuff. Yeah. about the Visual Woman. And, and like, don't worry about Josh that. Wig, like, nah, don't. Just wear Do this blonde thing. wig some of the time. Yeah, but it confuses. And I'm fine with that. But on one hand, it's like. Uh, kind of stays not so true to the source material, but at least you know, stay a little bit close to the source material. But on the other hand, it's kind of like I like that you're doing your own thing with this, and I like that what it could have been was this kind of Cronenbergian body horror because I yeah, yep. turning invisible, 
Having been constantly on fire, being made of rocks, being able to mm. stretch. That's mm. some scary-ass bullshit. Yeah, it is. Yeah. That, you could have had some fun with it. Mm. But then I don't know if internet got a, like wind of what was happening and started complaining like, Dimashov, yeah. no! I think that had a big part um, to do with it. Yeah, the stink was on it yeah. early yeah. on. <laughs> I made a, a video where I kind of went from when it, when it started to when it came out. I didn't get all the information. I got as much as I could. And stuff has come out since then about it. <clears throat> Where I think a lot of the lot of the changes that they made were very last minute. Like just before shooting, they took out like two major action set pieces, and I think a lot of that was backlash because it got leaked that they were the government was using them for tests and whatever mm-hmm. and militarizing them, and people didn't like that. And the thing about the internet is, it doesn't know what the fuck it's talking no, about. It doesn't know no. what it wants. And look, I'm a gu- I'm guilty of that. I'm sure we're all guilty. That should be this yeah. way or whatever. Yeah. Well, that's what this show is. It should <laughs> be this way exactly. <laughs> no, I don't know what they're talking. We're right, hundred yeah. percent. But you're right. Like half a the singular time, vision yeah. is better than oh, whatever it this is. Because like yeah. half the time, it's like we like okay, wouldn't fucking you know X Men be better if it was this instead? And it's like, look, it might have been, but yeah. at the end of the day, if that had been shown instead, or that someone else had gotten that, it look might have been changed, or it might have had exactly what we want. But then we'd be in the same position, being like, that could have been better. Yeah, and we're, we're probably right. We would have been in the same position because we we are part of that sort of culture where it's like, oh, why couldn't that have happened? They instead? changed the Mass Effect three ending. Man, We're in that which, culture. Like, which I yeah. played through, because I'm like, a huge Mass Effect fan. Like, I played 1, 2, 2 was like, oh, one of my favourite games. And I played Mass Effect 3, and I got to the end, and I had, like, it was the it was the end that everyone hated. And I'm there, like, 4 a.m. in my underwear, on the couch, playing this, and everyone's like, are you going to bed? You're like, shut up, playing Mass Effect, <laughs> something's happening. Finally gets to the end, and I'm like, which choice do I do? And and, and and finally, I think I chose the Synergy one, but I'm like, I'm there weeping like a little bitch with a skinned <laughs> knee, being like, this is so beautiful. Why did I do all this? And I really enjoyed them. I loved the endings, what they were. And then and, you went online and you're like, hang on. And then I went online and then we're like, oh, what? People complaining. And then they released the um, new endings. And yeah. I watched them and yeah, they're nicer and they sort of flesh it out a bit more. And it was able to watch all the different endings. It was, it was fine, but I didn't think it deserved the amount of backlash it got because yeah. it was... They were pretty good for what they were. I've never, was, I've never played oh, one. Yeah. Good. yeah, I've heard. But now I can't because yeah. I kind of know the ending. Not that it really matters. It's more the experience, isn't it? It is. It's more the journey. It's the journey, not the it's destination. It's more the alien James. birds you can try and have sex with or whatever that, <laughs> whatever that game is. At this point, like, I got into the third one where I've realized, like, I romanced the wrong person. <laughs> God damn it. Like in I'm, real life? That's what you had, that revelation. Yeah, yeah, that real life. I'm <laughs> like, I should. made you realize. <laughs> what it's have like I been Mistake, mistake. It's far for divorce. Um... No, there's this like one character who's just kind of like his Varus or whatever. He's kind of like a cockroach man. So I was like, I'm gonna seduce him, and I did. And then like in the third one, it was like this like Thane guy who's this sort of bounty hunter kind of guy. He's a lot more cooler and creepier. And I'm like, ah, oh, he was awesome. And then the last one, he starts like dying of cancer. And I'm like, ah, oh, that would have been cool if you were my lover. <laughs> it's too. Is it too late? Damn. Well, I, I can't contribute because I'm still playing Skyrim. Oh, okay. so, <laughs> but when Lydia died the first time, that's how I felt. Yeah, <laughs> but with them um, getting back to Fantastic yes, Four, yes. <laughs> sure, that's but, right. Well, what gets me is like we figure that it all went wrong because Fox lost confidence in whatever Josh Trank was doing. But mm. who cares? Like, mm. no matter how yep. crazy what Josh Trank was going to do. Nobody cares about Fantastic Four. Nah, There's no, some. I don't think like so. the other movies were not certainly not iconic. <laughs> nope. Marvel nope. doesn't even make the comic anymore. No. Yeah, so who cares how that's weird. more of a fuck you yeah. fox though? They gave yeah, the yeah. Baxter building to Spider Man. 
They literally <laughs> gave it to him. They're like, this is yours now. Someone used to live here. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But I, I, don't th- I don't see what they, like, what do you got to lose? Like, what do they think they're preserving? Yeah. It's a dead franchise either way. Why not yeah. just let Go him do broke. what he wants to do? Agreed. Yeah, yeah. I, I think really, because from what he was saying, because like, you know, the Fat Man on Batman uh, three-part interview he did with mm. uh, Kevin Smith, like he's saying like all this like really cool stuff that I don't know if when he's doing that interview, if he knows it's being cut. Or if yeah, it doesn't not. sound like he knows. No, because if they, he does, he doesn't let on. Yeah, yeah. like I, I think a lot of it was well edited act. behind his back. Yeah, <laughs> like the interview. <laughs> yeah, Kevin <laughs> Smith. <laughs> Kevin Smith is like because <laughs> <laughs> he's talking about the you know thing. And Kevin Smith mentions thing being dropped from like the plane. Oh, and, okay. Like, he mentions that and like Josh Drank's like, yeah, it's a really cool kind of scene and blah 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 blah. And you're like, what? What's going on? Well, here? he did apparently get locked out of the editing bay as well. Like that was mm. part of the mid. Look, he sounds like he did not handle himself well. No, he's, and look, yeah. hundred thousand dollars worth of damage yeah. to that house, and Wait, apparently, what? which he said his dogs did. <laughs> yeah. When he was when he was filming, yeah, he, they rented a house and he did a hundred thousand dollars worth of damage. Yeah, where they, how do you even do that much you, damage to a house? And apparently, there's rumors that he scratched like the faces off the guy. The guy who owned the house complained, and he like scratched his face off all the family portraits. This oh, is all rumor. Jesus. So look, he didn't, he, if this is true. I fucked up some houses in my life. <laughs> yeah. but like, Never that bad. Just my parents. Yeah, right. Not somebody else's. Yeah, yeah look, I, I do like scratching off fucking someone's yeah, that's, face that's in some a book. Because like, look, shit, table, man. walls can be replaced, but those you can't. No, that's right. <laughs> that's some fuck you level yeah. of damage. But I mean, like, I mean, he was dealing with some stuff. I don't mm. doubt that. And look, it's a lot of pressure making this kind of movie, especially when they yeah. pull the rug out from under you before it starts, if any of this is true. Yeah, and that's the thing. But like, he probably could have been a l- handled it a little better. Like, mm. why didn't you just do what Edgar Wright did, which was like, Leave. I'm out, I'm, yeah. I'm out. Or yeah. Alan Smythe it, or any of those yeah. kind of things. Oh, the Alien th- yeah, well, David Fincher did Alien 3, and he went, take my name off, I don't give a shit. Yeah, and, like, so, and that's the thing. Why mm. didn't, why, and it's, it's sort of weird to work out, What's what happened here? Yeah, mm. I think I mean it's it's pressure. It's like if I pull out of this, am I going to work again? Like, but the question I've got is, I mean, like Trank has to have gone into that with a pretty like clear vision of what he wanted to do. Yeah, yeah he yeah. wanted so, to make like, Cronenberg. So I'm, what I'm wondering is, like, was the problem less what he wanted to do, and more the fact that what he wanted to do just wasn't working? Like, was it just mm. kind sure, of already messy? Already, like when, when they when the studios were looking at, it, they were like, this is a fucking mess. Mm. We have because obviously they bought his pitch, whatever it was. Mm. Yeah, like they wouldn't have gone into production if like, and they yeah. would they would have looked at the script, his, they would have seen what he wanted to do. So it can't have been that far off base. From memory, his pitch was basically he wanted to make a sci-fi film that just happened to also be Fantastic Four. Mm. Yeah, mm. and, and that's I, what I want to see. And yeah, that's that's that. I, mean, I wanted, wanted to see that. And yeah. I guess we'll know. I think the script will eventually be like like we got Justice League Mortal, we got that the potential Alien Three that was supposed to happen. I think eventually we'll see it. Mm. It's mm. just a matter of. If I mean when time, time. <laughs> I mean it's like it's it's it, and it's sad for me because like I mean I I love Chronicle I really mm. deeply yeah, it's love good, Chronicle isn't it? I watched and, that uh, after Fantastic Four just a cleanse of power good uh, good mm. tonic after that <laughs> yeah um, but yeah like I mean I I really do like deeply love Chronicle but um and so like to, it's it's sad to kind of see it go this way and like you know apparently Max Landis meanwhile who wrote Chronicle is like going from strength to strength mm. um like I'm really pumped to see Victor Frankenstein yeah and um and that other one American Ultra he's got coming out as well yeah, like can sign too. me up for all of those I love mm. Max Landis but like mm. I mean it kind of makes you wonder if like was Josh Trank just sort of a hired hand on Chronicle really or like how much of his 
Well, it's interesting you, you vision, say that yeah. because in this video I made, I listened to Fatman on Batman and Josh Trank says that he and Landis wrote the script together. Okay. And I mm. mentioned that and somebody tweeted it to Max Landis and Max Ooh. Landis tweeted me and said, I wrote that by myself. Okay. Oh. Yeah. And oh. I was like, hey, man. And he's credited as such. I'm like, yeah. I'm not trying to piss anyone off here. Like, yeah, but that's, Mac, that's um... what I, I, I sent him. I'm like, this is what he said. This is the, this is the podcast. This is the timestamp. Listen to you. He didn't say anything about it, but I was like, yeah. Yeah, because he says, like, he had, like, it, it, when Josh Trank was talking about it, it's like he, he came with, like, the, the germs, the seeds of the idea to be yeah. like, this is what it was, and they were named differently, but I had mm. this idea of this. But then when Max Landis came on board, it just, he really gave it life. Yeah. Um, and he does say that, but he also, because I went back and checked, he said that they wrote it together. Yeah. And now I look like an idiot in front of bloody Max Landis. I know. <laughs> so, damn it. But mind you, like, having an idea is kind of the easy part. Turning that idea into a good story yeah. Yeah, is a different right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely right. So, yeah. Absolutely. Mm. No, that's a fair, fair point. But I, mean, it, I don't know. I, I kind of want, I'm curious to see where where he wanted to like. Did he want this to end in like the capital city? Nope, Champion City, Star City, Central City, Central City. Central there we Central go. City, yeah. yeah, Central City. Odd and choice. Have all this like, what are we gonna call ourselves? Oh, We're gonna call God. ourselves a fan. <laughs> oh, why would you? That do was that? terrible. But it's got to be. It's got to be really difficult though. If you're like an independent filmmaker who can do whatever you want, mm. to then get thrown in the middle of this huge machine where everything you do is micromanaged. Well, yeah, I, I'm wondering because I noticed this. Um, I read this really interesting article recently. I, I don't know, Zavit. Stop me if I brought this up on a different podcast because I might very well have done so. That's nah, cool. Get, get, ready, no, a, okay, get ready to hit stop record. <laughs> yeah, just, just punch me out before I get, get really into it. There's a great article. Um, Actually, on Den of Geek, who I write for, and they had um, yeah, it's a great article called "Steven Spielberg is an Unemployed Director," <clears throat> and basically was looking at like a uh, Robocalypse or whatever it was called that Spielberg was going to direct, okay. and got pulled off because of budgetary issues or something. I don't know the specifics, but um, basically, it was talking about this like trend of more and more films being handed over to indie directors, like Jurassic World, Colin Trevorrow, um, Godzilla, uh, Gareth Edwards, the Star Josh Wars Trank, um, and this, yeah, Star Wars, mm. um, and more and more, like, and, and TV directors too, like uh, Alan Taylor with um, Terminator Genesis and Thor The Dark World, Boo. both of which, um, <laughs> yeah, and... Uh, <laughs> And I, I still like Terminator Genesis. But, um, <laughs> Me too, you're not alone. Yeah, I, just, I need that comfort. Um, and what was the other one? Like, um, yeah, and the uh, the Russo brothers with Captain America 2, which mm, worked really well. Man. Yeah. Yeah. But so, so, you know, sometimes it works out, obviously. But um, it's interesting because it says the reason they go for these directors, like these smaller indie directors, and they play it like this, oh, you know, and oh, yeah, Mark Webb with Amazing Spider-Man too. Mm. Like they play it as this, oh, we're choosing these really interesting up-and-coming directors. But what they're actually doing is taking directors who, rather than building their way up and learning their craft and learning mm. to make Finding a bigger, voice interesting and... films, mm. yeah. they made one low-budget film. And rather than, you know, going from like Spielberg making Jewel to then making Jaws, then getting bigger and bigger and bigger, yeah. they're being thrown into the biggest franchises on the fucking planet and half the reason is because the studios can control them. Yeah. Because, you know, with that yeah. much money there, these directors are thinking, oh, well, fuck, like, you know, we, we've got a lot on our plates right now and the pressure is huge. The studios can kind of guide them to what they want. Mm. And it's it, it's something like I was, I'm definitely guilty of saying, oh, you know, this practice of like giving these small, interesting directors like these big projects is fucking awesome. Like, I love their work. Then I think, well, most of these guys have only done like one micro budget film. Yeah. Yep. And now they're handed like the keys to the kingdom, but in reality, they're just being done, they're just given that so they can be micromanaged. Mm. Because like, and the reason coming back to the title of the article, Steven Spielberg is an unemployed director, is because those big guys 
can't be controlled in the same way. Mm. Like the auteurs yeah. cannot be controlled yeah. in the same way. Mm. Whereas before these guys can actually become auteurs, they can be. Yeah. Um, it was yeah. A re- I don't know. Look, really I don't know how point. true it is, but it's a really no, it's interesting yeah. point. Mm. Um, it's a really interesting idea. angle to look at this from. I, I like Jurassic World, but it does feel like that anybody could have directed that. Oh yeah. No, yeah. there's, there's yeah. no like clear sort of authorial stamp. Yeah, it's, it's not like a, a Tarantino film where you immediately exactly. go, oh, well, I recognise that. You hear, yeah. um, you know, you talk about, like, auteur theory and Tarantino wanting to make a um, James Bond, Bond film at yeah, some point. He that. wants to make a Cine Royale set in the 60s. Mm. And, you know, they wouldn't they wouldn't let him do it because his style is so individual. James Bond has a certain house style. Mm. It's like Edgar Wright getting kicked off Ant-Man. Same mm. thing, you know, like... These franchises have a certain house style they yeah. want to stick to, and, and they kind don't of see deviate it too in much. Avengers: Age of Ultron, whereas yep. like Josh Whedon got, you know, it's kind of like you know, caging I mean, a tiger. I would, even like mm, Guardians of the Galaxy, cool. which everybody lauded it as this breath of fresh air. It's like really, what was different about Guardians of the Galaxy to every other Marvel film? It had a cool soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. really. Apart it was from very that, much like, the Marvel it was still formula. witty but banter. It, it was still big things crashing into big things at the climax. It was still yeah, more but it was like a pretty, ship crashing into through crashing oh, through shit, like you know other what? ships onto a planet. Different. Oh, fair, and there was a fair. purple gem this time. It wasn't oh, purple. Okay. Yeah, right. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, get I, it right. I, I, I retract my statement. How, I, my I know criticism. what you're trying to get across, but the Winter Soldier <laughs> but just had, had a Halley character, which is not an alien vessel. It's an actual different ship. And Agent Ultron had a city going down see, towards the and, yep, the, okay, and the city good. is not. It's not an alien vessel or a Halley character. It, Halley, no. Halley character. When I think about it, it's not an alien vessel. You're right. Mm, exactly. See, Actually, and that's what's different. I watched Age of Ultron last night again. Mm. And can I just say, like, and I hadn't seen it again since it came out, but I just I just chucked it on because I was tired and I didn't want to think. I really like that part where Hawkeye says, hey, there's a city and it's flying yeah, and I've got yeah. a bow and arrow. None of this makes sense. Somehow that. I missed that the first time I saw yeah. it. Then I saw it then I was like, that's great. That, that was a movie really needed good. more of that. Yeah, it really did. Mm. Yeah. You know what? I, yeah. I'm, I'm actually glad Josh Whedon's gone from Marvel. Agreed. Yeah. I'm, I'm sick of him. We talked about... <laughs> we there were so many similarities between the first and the second oh, Avengers. I thought you meant so he could do his own thing. No, I'm, like, I'm glad he's gone. I'm he glad for like, yeah, different reasons, I think. Civil War, I reckon. Mm. I reckon he really In what way? Up. What do you mean? Because Winter Soldier set up for Civil War perfectly. Yeah. Like Captain America doesn't trust the government. There's no S.H.I.E.L.D. anymore. They're an independent team. Mm. And then in he comes with Age of Ultron. He brings back S.H.I.E.L.D. They're all in the team again. Yeah. So what are you going to say in Civil War? You've got to reveal your identity. They all already have. You've got to work for the government. They, they all already, already are. <laughs> He's ruined it. Yeah. That's Winter Soldier set up for Civil War. Is that, ruined Iron Man 3. Like, Is that on him, though, or the studio? Could be a bit of isn't both. It, isn't it because he did change some stuff that they didn't like? No. Because he didn't want to pay attention to the stuff that comes after it. Oh, okay. So the Russo brothers, anyway, that's a whole other thing. But yeah, because like, Iron Man 3 has literally no consequence for no. Age of Ultron. Yeah. Like, at all. Like, Correct. Just, but actually, it, building on what you were saying before, like, <laughs> talking about... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> James has given me such a like, uh, And you were saying, like, different directors have different stamps. I do think in Fantastic Four, that first 40 minutes, that does have uh, Tranks... Stamp, mm. yeah, on yeah, it. great. It Even matches and, with and Chronicles. Doom. You can Tranks recognize stamp. Yeah. the Trank yeah. stamp. <laughs> and Doom sort of Tranks walk stamp. through the hospital military thing blowing up. That was also very Trank, very yeah. 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 But so yeah, I, I think maybe that's why the time jump is so jarring because it feels like someone else's movie after that. You know, yeah, yeah it does. Well, you can tell the reshoots for most of them because Kate Mara is wearing a blonde wig. Well, yeah, <laughs> like and it's Miles very... Teller's fluctuating facial hair. <laughs> she was so bland in that movie. Yeah, well, everyone's like, so she nice never... to look at. Yeah, she like, is. Yeah, I wanted to know that. You know, yeah. it's like I walked out of Avengers: Age of Ultron thinking I've learnt something about myself is that I really like looking at Elizabeth Olsen. And with yeah. this one, I'm like, same with Kate Mara. I was like, for some reason, didn't find it in House of Cards, but 
this I was like, man, every time she's on screen, I just I just like to look at her. Yeah. Like, I don't, know, I don't know. She's a pretty lady. Well, yeah, totally. She's, she's a pretty lady. Wasted yeah. cast, though. Yeah, yeah oh, wasted yeah. cast. Really I, I don't know. And, like, Michael B. Jordan, he's a charismatic man. That is a charismatic man. Not yeah. in this just role. Not, no. <laughs> yeah. No. You notice how nobody even cares that he was black after it came out? Like, it wasn't even mentioned. No. Yeah, it's like yeah. the last thing that people <laughs> yeah, give a shit about. It's not even mentioned in the story either. It's, it's no, like it you is, think if it? you're going to make them adopt a brother and sister, you build in they more stuff. Something. No, they, they mentioned about the adoption possibly. Yeah. yeah. But apart Very from that, there's no reason for it. I agree. They should have. I was like... Why bother making them different races if you're not going to like build yeah. in a story as to why she was adopted? I, and, yeah, yeah, and I don't know what happened to the mother. Like, yep, mm, I agree. I, I think you could have, I think maybe you could have scrapped a lot of the first, you know, 10, 20 minutes of, of them, you know, becoming and trying to, get, you know, at the school because Miles Teller uh, <laughs> and, and Jamie Bell. <laughs> Do not. Yeah, Miles Teller and Jamie Bell uh, as high school you know, students. Little Elliot is just not oh, a good man. fucking high school student at all. And yeah, Homer Simpson being the worst, and like the worst teacher. Like, yeah, just you like, made oh, that thing disappear and then yeah. you brought it back. But no, you're disqualified from yeah. magic. Like, yeah, it's what? got an electrical field. Any science teacher look at that yeah. and say, nah. Like, nah, even if that was science, even if shit. it was a little platform, you'd be like, a plus for a little platform. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty good. It's like, a science <laughs> fair. Yeah, like this is. I, I mean, he as, was as, like 35 he years was, old true. in that, in so that, that science that fair. Well, yeah, that was wide. very old. True. But yeah, why it's like a it's, it's a high school teacher out of something like a fucking John Hughes film, yeah. like in the eighties, where it's like you know he hates kids who are learning, and it's just I, I would have preferred if you had someone who was like, nah, you're you're a brilliant man. Yeah. This is cool. Let's nurture this. Yeah, maybe showing you're teachers making a flying car. You're yeah. a dickhead. But there yeah. was there was a lot of people like that who were like. Uh, even the government people in the beginning, mm. where he's like, we can go to this other dimension. He's like, oh, that's not useful for anything. Yeah, There's a lot of people who were jerks for no reason. Yeah, yeah. So I think I can think of why maybe Josh Trank wanted to have scenes where idiots were crushing creativity out of people. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so maybe yeah. that explains why there's maybe so many vermins like that. Maybe yeah. that does. Well, I think like this Fantastic Four and the previous Fantastic Four haven't really nailed Reed. Uh, no, Richards as, as to who he is as a I, character. I did like this Reed Richards though. More than <laughs> no. Even those powers would like never used. He that actor I think did a really good oh, job. He did a good job. Yeah. But he's, a good actor. he's a great actor. Yeah. But seems I, like, I seem like a real dick in real life. Oh, he does. <laughs> does he? Yeah. yeah. Oh man, I hate it when, <laughs> when actors are like a shit people. But I don't know if he's like a dick because like that's the persona that he wants to sort of portray. So maybe oh, let's go see this you know this dick who's portraying Reed Richards. You're right. I shouldn't say. I don't. I don't know. Uh, who, who knows? Don't who bloody knows? Yeah. Mate. Who bloody knows? He was very um, good in Whiplash. He was very what good in Whiplash. What a great oh, film. What, <laughs> um, I, I still haven't seen it. Yeah. Just like glued to the edge of your seat, yeah. like yeah. Yeah. eyes locked on the screen the whole time. Watch it, watch it once, just for the sheer tension of the yeah. whole thing. Watch yeah. it a second time for the themes, and it's yeah. fucking rock solid. It's like the least so good. important like story in terms of oh, like, yeah. consequences. Oh yeah, it's, but it's, it's so, so low stakes. Yeah, exactly. It's so hot, but like yeah. to the character, but that's it. Like to the characters, the stakes are sky high. Exactly. In the grand scheme of things, they're not. <laughs> yeah. But like, oh, that's what you want. I want to be a good drummer. Like. I yeah. want you to be a good drummer. Yeah. All right. Like, <laughs> that's how I would have done that movie, so good. it would have been yeah. very good. Mm. But yeah, with that Reed, sounds pretty cool, actually. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Reed Richards is like meant to be the world's smartest man. Yeah? Yes. In yeah. the Marvel Cinematic Absolutely. Universe. There's, there's so be... many world's smartest men in comics. Yeah, you're right. yeah, 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 Everyone yeah. is the world's smartest man. But it's like, it's, it's probably a him and Tony Stark yeah. generally are seen as... But in different fields, like kind of, yeah. And it's sort of like I don't get the fact that these people are smarter than me. 
weirdly. <laughs> yeah, no, like, even though yeah, you're building yeah. a trans-dimensional fucking machine from scratch in your basement at eight, I don't feel that you're smarter than yeah, me, and yeah. I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah. So <laughs> when you have that as, like, you know, you're portraying your, your Reed Richards, like, why, why? I don't care. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely uh, yeah. right. And so, like, Johnny Storm, I thought was, like, Michael B. Jordan was fine as yeah, Johnny Storm. He's he did pretty good. Very charismatic I'm man. I'm looking forward to Creed. Yeah. But, like, yeah, looking forward to Creed. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, I am. Cool. I just, yeah, well, he just, I don't know. I just, like, having the fucking um, Mario Brothers fireball thing, like the fire flower in his car, oh, and yeah. his car being blown I didn't up that. at the start. He's a terrible mechanic. Why He's would a... you get him to, no wonder it exploded. There you go. I, you know, know, I felt Johnny really can build anything, a car like... that explodes. <laughs> what are you doing? That's all we want. That's the perfect design. Because <laughs> the, you know, the blowing up, the explosion will propel us towards the towards negative zone. The... And so you have a lot it's of like boring negative zone I've ever uh, seen as right. Yeah. Could have made it anything. Nothing. Could have just yeah. had a nihilist in it. And that would have been kind of cool. One of the one of the original scripts which I read, which looks super cool, you can read it online. They go into the negative zone, and it's a dead planet, and everybody's dead, and they find Galactus, and they're like, oh. shit, oh, and they oh. bail, and then oh, that's how oh, he. Yeah. And I, I couldn't. I, you should read it. It's pretty good. That's actually kind of oh, cool. Dude, that would have been so great. Yeah, it would have been good. Oh yeah. man! I, I Can you imagine that they they enter like a room and everybody's and then they just and they just see him just kind of sitting there or whatever? You'd, be, yeah. you'd shit yourself. Was it Galactus or Annihilus? It was Galactus because I think Silver. Yeah, because no, they got Galactus. Galactus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah, mm. that'd be kind of cool. I'd like to talk about what we think is going to happen. Yeah, next I was about to well. say the exact same yeah. thing. Um, yeah. Oh, you keep going, but yeah. I mean, are, we, are we talking like if there will be a sequel movie, or you or, mean with the rights? What the fuck's going to happen to the franchise? Yeah. No. Yeah. Like, what were you going to say something else, though? Um, what was I going to say? Something. Who knows? It's gone. <laughs> Back to you guys, franchise. What do you guys think would happen? Well, I, I think they'll just do more of the same. They'll just hold on to the rights to the last minute and then have another and go. Then do another I don't think they'll sell it. Oh. Why, <laughs> though? But they, they, they lost money on this, yeah? Bad. Like, they lost yeah. hundreds, oh, God, yeah. 100 like million. 120 maybe? million, yeah. and it's made like 104. Yeah. Like it's and then marketing. Marketing is normally double, double the, that. Double yeah, the yeah well, that doesn't. A film has to double its budget to break even, yeah. generally. So, oh, they're so fucked. Yeah. They are so because fucked. Because they could have retained... Um, I think some like they could have kept yeah. Daredevil. What, what they did, Marvel came to them and said, "We will give well, you can keep Daredevil yeah. if you give us Silver Surfer and Galactus." Oh. And Fox said, "Fuck off." <laughs> well, you you can keep Daredevil and Ghost Rider and Blade. Yeah, and so they they lost that, and then they because they had to. They were supposed to start Daredevil and they didn't for whatever reason. I'm glad they didn't because they were going to do like a 1970s yeah. noir, like which would have been cool to see. Cool. Would have been cool to oh, see. Yeah. But, yeah, but, but I like the Netflix Netflix series version. a lot, so oh God, I, I, I do like the Netflix no, yeah. so, so not only did they lose Daredevil, Ghost Rider, who cares, and Blade, <clears> they're now going to either lose Fantastic Four or make another terrible Fantastic. Like, even if it's really good, it's poisoned. Yeah, it's poisoned. Because like, who's going to say it? They're going to need to fold them back in with X Men. I think. No, like, that's, no. But that's no, no. I'm saying. Oh like, god, like, no. I'm saying. It. Okay, let's. I, I, no, I no, agree. You do. And look, I do too. Zab, zab it. I do. I do too. No. I do too. Oh, but you're a studio executive. You're looking at this poison franchise, mm. and you're thinking, okay, what do we do? Do we reboot again? Which, let's face it, is not unlikely. Yeah. But we're also mm. looking at the fact that the superhero boom is probably going to collapse in the next few years. Fingers like, crossed. It's, it's kind of, it cannot <laughs> be fucked. <laughs> like, we're all in trouble there. We've got nothing to do. Yeah, we are fucked because what are we going to talk about? But, like, it's... it's Rom-coms. God, it's That's what I want to talk like, about. You know, we're looking at a film where, like, Avengers Age of Ultron... Oh, a year, sorry. Not a film. A, a year where, like, Avengers Age of Ultron was... 
you know, considered a little bit of a disappointment because it grows slightly less than the first Avengers. But even that's kind of a sign that's like these franchises are meant to grow, not mm. shrink. Mm. And like, you know, Ant-Man, which is like the first Marvel film since like pre-Avengers that has grossed under 400 million so far, which again, not chump change, but still just enough to sort of be like, is this kind of sign to wear off? Fantastic Four was a big flop. Like, it's just, I'm starting to get the feeling that like, the tide is sort of turning against superhero movies. In the next couple of years, we're looking at more f- superhero films than ever sign to come I out. I think people are going to shift towards DC. If Batman yeah. v Superman yeah. does well, I think people will go, fuck Marvel. Yeah. This is, if it's good, yeah. this is where it's at. That, not, hey, that's very possible. Not that Marvel, I'm saying, will be terrible, but I think people might go, you know what, it's time for something different. Because yeah. what Marvel's got in their Maybe. corner is like things like Guardians of the Galaxy, which yep. isn't a superhero film. Like, yeah. it's just not. I was thinking about it the other day, and I was like, I, would I class Guardians as a superhero film? Well, I wouldn't. Mm. It's mm. not about superheroes. It's a space opera. Mm-hmm. It's like a Star Wars slash Firefly that's a bit weirder. Yeah. But it's not mm. really a superhero film by any definition. Like it just because it's based on a comic book. Yeah, like I'm, I'm like, a, like a Marvel fan through it. Like I, I grew up on Marvel comics. Like I X Men. Like I grew up reading a lot of X Men. So like Marvel, I, I'm steeped in that kind of history of, of being a Marvel fan. But I'm more excited now for more of the DC films than I am. Because I want something something different. Because Marvel's starting to bleed together. Although Marvel's also got things like Daredevil, which was pretty fucking dark. Yeah, that was great. um, You know, so Marvel does... They do, and they they do make great stuff on (laughs) Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. notwithstanding, but they do make great stuff. Is Agent Carter good? It's not bad. Yeah? It's not bad. Because I said, like... No, I don't don't bother watching. (laughs) Because that's fair. It's pretty solid. Yeah. It's not brilliant, okay. but it's pretty solid. Oh, it didn't captivate me like Daredevil did. But. No, no, it's not Daredevil. But mm. see, because yeah, I mean, I said I, I said I wouldn't watch superhero TV shows because I mean, like, I'm I'm not a comics guy. Originally, I liked the movies, mm. but I was like, I watched one episode of Agents of Shield, and I was like, no, nah, I give up enough of my life yeah. to watch these movies. Yeah, I'm not watching the show. Well, even, but I watched Daredevil. Even the C- it, so. CW, like, we have got Flash, we have got Arrow, we're starting Legends of Tomorrow. We're just gonna we're just gonna stop yeah. there. What about Supergirl? Who's got that? Uh, CBS. Okay, I believe. Because you, you kind of want to just like I don't know. I think they're just doing too much. They're throwing too much at the wall and seeing what's sticking. Mm. And, and I'm more curious more to see what happens with like, um, so that. But that's why I think Fantastic Four DC. will have to go back to. It'll have to. Sorry, not go back, but like we'll have to tie into the X Men somewhere <sighs> because like what else are you gonna do? Like you've got a franchise. X Men's in very rude health right now. I mean, mm. um, Days of Future Past was their biggest hit. Um, you know, you've got Apocalypse. You've got um. Deadpool coming out, which I don't think you really can as part of the franchise, but is like I'm very much looking forward to. Deadpool. Yeah, I'm very much. I think yeah. everyone is because yeah. it's a totally subversive take on the superhero yeah. film that we haven't yet seen. When I first heard so, it, I was like, "They're gonna fuck that up." Yeah, but the trailer. But now I'm like, oh, no, you yeah, know what? That looks pretty good. It. Yeah, yeah. So you know, like that. That's I think the only option they've got is either to give the rise back to Marvel or make a similar deal to. But I think that's going to get With complicated Sony? because like Sony yeah. made that deal, but Sony also didn't have any other superhero properties mm-hmm. like. They just got everything Fox in the kind Spider-Man of risk first. themselves. They're like, we're keeping X-Men, but we might do a deal with you for Fantastic Four. Whereas if I was them, if I was a soulless movie executive, then I would be like, bring the Fantastic Four into X-Men and probably mm. use that same cast, get in some good rides because it's a good cast, rehabilitate them um, and just throw okay. them in there. I is, heard, is, there them in is there again. any way that they could actually do a sequel to this? And get people interested. Like a straight up sequel. Like what nah. would they have to oh, do man. to make that work? You'd have to I don't full know. frontal nudity for all the cast. And yeah. even yeah. then. <laughs> yeah. I don't well, we already know. saw the thing. But yeah. even bring yeah. full frontal nudity. But they might not want to like like you said, probably the only thing they could do is bring him into X-Men, but wouldn't that just like It'd po- it's, it's poisoning yeah, the, it's, it's the toxic water radiation of what just... X-Men is. Like it, And how would they I mean, you know, like dimensional travel. 
Yeah. They came out after, straight after this came out, and they said, "Oh no, Fantastic Four and X Men are set in different universes." Didn't yeah. you know? Obviously, guys. Because, but they have dimensional yeah. travel. Well, so exactly. they could. Also, apparently, I saw this on. I think it was on Collider Movie Talk. Apparently, there is a script written for X Men. Fantastic Four. Mm. Wow. Apparently, it's done. Because like, even in the comics, the X Men Fantastic Four when they team up, it's not good. Mm. Like they've never, never read a good X Men Fantastic Four book at all. <laughs> but and that like, might be the only way. In for your them face, to... Stanley. <laughs> like, like when they sort of cross <laughs> over or something. I was like, I'm just trying to think. Like the only kind of interesting bits is when it's with Franklin Richards in the in the future and his sort of Psylord and all of that kind of stuff. How do you do that? Like the flip side, the, 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 the like, other side to this though, like you talk about poisoning the well of X Men. Yeah, like is twentieth century, like is Fantastic mm. Four a valuable enough property no. to risk no. fucking up an X Men no, film no, to try no, to rehabilitate no, these characters? Question. I mean, and I'm I mean, sure that, that's there's a, a formula or a graph. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and the most likely option is that they'll bring Fantastic Four into the. Um, X-Men films with a totally new cast and totally new take. Like, that is probably the most okay. likely option at this point. Well, I, I potentially. Think, Maybe even like, it's like, oh, we've got to go see Reed Richards. And then mm. they go see Reed Richards for a thing. And then it's and like that could someone just be else. It. I don't think... Just would it hurt the movie if it, would it hurt if it was the same cast? Or do you think people like the cast enough to be like... I think the, it wasn't... Well, it was clearly not, not the cast, cast fault. Yeah. It's like, not the cast fault, but they're the... But do they want to take wipe, the wipe the face their hands the with Yeah. Yeah. It would just... It would be... It depends on how much of a clean break with this film 20th Century Fox want to make. Like yeah. they want to stick to their guns. And well, just they want like, to do a, um, a TV series based on X Men. Yeah, like a, like, yeah. Was it a live action. They one? need to. Yeah. Maybe if they downgraded it to a Netflix show or yeah. something like that, mm. maybe that could be yeah. the only way they could use it from now. Yeah, I, I'm thinking if thing. they make the deal to, with 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 Marvel to be like, yeah, how let us have the TV for X Men. Marvel though. And like, we I, I hope they don't, because <laughs> if they do that, we already know what it will be, and we don't need more of that. I'd, and, and I'd like to see them try and do something. Well, I mean, look, Marvel, like, like for Marvel, that, what we got to think about as well, like if they think about selling it to Marvel, like what's the strategic? Like there was, there was. I remember a couple of years ago. Well, it was a couple of years ago. It was last year. When when did Amazing Spider-Man two come out? Last year. Yeah, yeah? it feels like. Feels, yeah, yeah, in yeah. superhero movie terms. Um, yeah. But wow. yeah, there was. Um, I remember reading at the time somebody saying that like. Sony needs Marvel more than Marvel needs Sony at this point. Correct. Now I'm thinking that, like, there's a little bit of Marvel backlash starting to mm. happen. Just starting. Yep. Like, you know, we'll, we'll see how things go, but it's just like if, if Civil War bites off more than it can choose, chew, then that's going to be a very, very slippery slope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, from there on, I mean, you can see how quickly, uh, you know, the, t- the tide of public opinion can turn, which I would argue yeah. it sort of did when Ultron didn't completely blow everyone away. Mm. Yeah. And Ant-Man, you know, succeeded in being just completely adequate. And then, like, from there on, you can just with see people starting to be a bit like, oh, yeah, we're starting to get a bit restless with it. So now I'm thinking Marvel's got to be looking at, like, okay, what other big properties do we have? All right, we've got Spider-Man back. Yeah. Okay. That's kind of a big name. That's a big deal. That'll bring people in. Fantastic Four might be the next strategic choice because that's a pretty well-known superhero mm. property, more so than like things like uh, Doctor Strange or Miss Marvel. Mm. You know, yeah. I'm I mean, way more looking forward to that than yeah. whatever. They oh do god, with yeah. and, and, and if, if <laughs> Marvel get the like, if Marvel to the say, average punter though. Yeah, like, you're right. You're yeah. Absolutely um, right. Yeah. Let's just say yeah, yeah, Fox are like we fucked up. Take it back. We we done goofed. Here you go. And so then Marvel um, Studios have. Fantastic Four. Like, what are they going to do with them? Are they going to make a standalone Fantastic Four film? If they did, it's going to be bad. If, yeah. if I was Marvel, I probably wouldn't even want to buy them. No, <laughs> to be honest, exactly. I'd be like, we got enough going on. We maybe don't really I'd be need like, that. Okay, I guess you could maybe use Galactus. That's cool. Yeah, exactly. And I wouldn't mind seeing Galactus and the Silver Surfer. Maybe we could use like yeah. maybe we could use the Fantastic Four as like over there. 
you you reference them, yep. and maybe you see mm. Reed Richards as like an older guy, as we see him in the comics now, mm. with like you know the sexy silver fox sort of just. But temples. I mean, the other thing is, I, we, I we suppose that, like yeah? they might buy them back just to have Galactus or something for Phase Four, maybe. Yeah, absolutely. But if, even if they did that, buy it back, they wouldn't bring them in straight away. You know, no, no. yeah, I, yeah. I but remember that, that uh, you know, our Captain America, you know, all their contracts are running out. Chris Hemsworth, mm. Chris Evans, all that. Mm. So you know, they they I don't know mm. what they're going to do. What the sort of forward momentum from here is going to be, as it were, but like. You know, without Captain America, without Thor, you know, they might be losing all kind of their big hitters. I think that's so, why they're going to go yeah. Doc Strange, Black Panther, Miss Marvel. I think that's the yeah. plan, to be like, these will be their next crop. And if, look, and if they, dude, if they can sell those to, yeah. like, sell those properly and make them really fucking good, mm. then, you know, more power to them. They did it with mm. Guardians, yeah. but they well, didn't really do it with Ant-Man. You notice how we're not really hearing about an Ant-Man sequel at this point? Yeah. Like, well, and, and again, as I think we've sort of mentioned before, with, like, Marvel are pretty smart, like, yeah, the, the heads of the studio, they're, they're clever. So they're going to see this, you know, public opinion change. And then they're going to be like, oh, what are we doing wrong? And hopefully we'll we'll then see them being like, okay, I don't think they're liking the fact that it's very same-samey. We're, we're just making superhero films. Mm. Why don't we start actually just making genre films that also happen to be superhero films? Mm. Kind of like how, you know, um, Captain America Winter Soldier was really just a thriller. Yeah. yeah there was also just Captain America was there. And then it became a Marvel film again by... Big things Ships crash into small yeah. Same with Guardians, like a same, same thing with Guardians. space opera. Yeah, then, no, but hey, we're a Marvel film, film again. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's, that's actually why I kind of disagree with what you said before about the superhero bubble bursting. I don't think it will because they do that now. They can put different genres within the superhero one. Mm. Like remember when everything was action movies, yeah. but it changed because they were all the same. Yeah. Now you can have superhero movies that are all different. So I'm just... Hoping it'll but, go forever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> never end. Look, if they do, look, if they do it well and they diversify enough, yeah. then good on them. Like more power to them. Like mm. knock it out of the park. But I'm just you're looking at like I mean the next six years we're looking at like what is it like 47 oh, superhero movies coming out in the next yeah, six that's years true. between Marvel, DC, and everyone else. That's a fuck ton yeah. of like capes and tights and mm-hmm. flying but, things but crashing into other possibly replace things. it though like you know oh, everything was a western I think one Star time Wars and it got replaced by the gangster. Like, Star Wars might. Star Wars is I mean who knows? Like it's oh yeah like fickle. Fickle beasts. Mm. Yeah, it is kind of interesting Jurassic to see what's going to happen. Just endless Jurassic World sequels. I think yeah. we're going to get a lot of a resurrecting of old properties like Jurassic World. Look, oh, man, if there's a Jurassic World. You love that so much, if, don't you? Uh, if we get a Jurassic <laughs> yeah. World cinematic universe, then. You know, because you know, we're up. getting we're getting new Blade Runner, we're getting another yeah. Alien, no, we're getting another Jurassic it. Park. Blade Runner, we're probably really? getting oh, yeah, man. we're getting Why? another Indiana Jones pr- at some no. point. At some point, we will, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. <laughs> I think we're getting another Die Hard. Make new shit. Make fucking Mad Max and fucking Dino. There's another example, Mad Max. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not always a bad no, thing. That, like... well, I wasn't using his example. <laughs> well, I took it from you. <laughs> it is an example. But it's... Make something new and cool. But if like they didn't, a dinosaur apocalypse. That's cool. And <laughs> the new. Dino apocalypse. Yes. I wanted. But if they didn't reboot, we like. Probably never would have got the Nolan trilogy because it would have ended with yeah. that. Yeah, true. Yeah, but then we wouldn't we have, never got have got the Dark Knight Rises. Scarface, that was a remake. Yeah, yeah well, you know? you're right. I, you know what? I'm okay with it. If they're good, whatever. Look, if they're, look, if they're good, they're good. And, yeah. like, you know, yeah. films have been both, like, no matter what the trends were, like, and have ever been, like, you know, New Hollywood in the 70s and, like, action films in the 80s and 90s, like, yeah. you know, they've always been hit and miss ones, like, good ones and bad ones. Yeah. And, you know, like, this, the, the reboot, like, if, if things didn't get rebooted, we never would have gotten Hannibal. Like, you know, so <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm putting that out there as, like, my ultimate argue for reboot. Reboots. No, if you put the property in somebody yeah. who loves the originals, understands them, 
and knows how to revitalize them in a way that makes them fresh and relevant again. Yeah. Ratings notwithstanding. <laughs> Fuck you, everyone who never watched Hannibal. Yeah. Killed yeah. it. Everybody, <laughs> including me. You <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> you know. You know. But, like, yeah, the point is, like, it can, reboots can be good. Like, they, <clears> they, they can. And, I mean, I, there's a lot of, like, oh, you know, things are getting rebooted. And, like, generally, I agree because it definitely reeks of studio cynicism. But at the same time, like, you're completely right about the Nolan trilogy. Like, you know, with without this reboot cycle, we probably wouldn't have got some of the best cinema of the last yeah. 10, 15 years, you know? Yeah. So, and hope, and that'll no, probably be great. the trend that continues. And, and, and yeah, because if we looked at, you know, going back to Fanforstic, you yeah. know, it, it got the short end of the reboot stick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, like, yeah. you're right. You know, it, this could have been a genre film, as in, like, a sci fi body horror film. Mm in the package of a superhero film. Which I think we all would have loved. And that would Absolutely. Have been and I, think that, I don't that need to a... see the, the Fantastic mm. Four exactly translated from the comics. No, I, I don't exactly. give a shit about the Fantastic Same. Four. Same. Who cares about stupid. the Fantastic Four? <laughs> yeah. Do you care about them? I don't care about Yeah, and I know a lot of people love them. I know Mason loves them. A lot of people yeah. love them. There's nothing like, wrong with I that. like the idea yeah. of them, but on, this, on, the sil- on the silver screen, you kind of want something a little bit different. Mm. And, and this could have been that. This could have been this really cool body horror-esque sort of sci-fi like man messing with science and we done fucked up and this is the consequence you've got to pay for and I can stretch and what does that even mean? And this guy is like made of rocks? That ain't good. That and he clearly doesn't have a penis anymore. It's amazing he didn't become the villain. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're right. <laughs> oh man, like I would have been like, what, Reed, you made me, I'm, you're, I'm coming for you. <laughs> there was even that creepy bit where Reed's like, does it hurt? And he's like, I'm just used to it. So he's in constant pain, Ben yeah. Graham. Yeah. Oof. Like they should have really built up that relationship right. a hell Apparently he was going to have like a whole subplot of like, you know, being in the abusive family and all that stuff and he was going uh, to sort of that. tie in with Sue Storm because you remember at the yeah, kids' yeah. fair yeah. He, they were kind of looking at each other weirdly. Yeah, like yeah. why the hell were even Franklin, Storm and they at the yeah. bloody science fair? Like, that's <laughs> and a, what was with the, the question really unsettling thing of having his brother saying it's clobbering time to yeah. him and then he pulls that out at the end as his catchphrase? Because like, he's the you, bully now. Why yeah. would you? What did you try to suggest? Also, why did Reed get a scholarship and not Ben? Good question. Yeah, why didn't yeah. he bring him with him? Yeah. I just assumed when I he's he helping did, him move he in. Yeah. Yeah. Did he bring him with him? Ben doesn't seem any dumber than Johnny. Yeah. No. Yeah, actually. Again, as I said these these characters don't seem very clever. Mm. You know, they don't seem smarter than me. And again, I'm an idiot. For thirty so, year old high school students, they don't seem very yeah, clever. Right. <laughs> and I think the, the problem with Fantastic Four, any kind of thing, is trying to get the relationships right because you've got all right, yeah, you got you know um, Sue Storm and, and 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 Johnny and their brother and sister. Then you got Reed, who's you know uh, partnered with Sue. And then there's just well, Ben Grimm. Yeah. <laughs> All right then, why not? Let's call Ben Grimm. Yeah, and I, I guess it's always hard to sort of shoehorn him in there. And I think in the original, he's like the pilot, and that's why he's so yeah. good at that. But then in this sort of remake, they made Johnny Storm the the guy who's good at machines and mechanics. They made mm. him the Donatello, so you got rid of Ben Grimm. And it's kind of like, why couldn't you make Ben Grimm also just he's not read level of intelligence, but he's still very good at mechanics, yeah. he's still very good at building stuff. And they they could have both been in the. At the Baxter building, Agreed. that would have made he, sense. He could have been like the astronaut guy. Yeah, yeah that's fine. You know? And that's I, fine. I guess... and same with tying fucking Doom into the whole thing. Yeah. Like, I get that we're all just tying in everyone, because that was what the Ultimates did. They just tied everything in together and just, like, threw, it, threw them at the um, negative zone. But, like, you didn't need Doom to be part of the origin story of the Fantastic Four. Like, mm. you didn't. He was just, I think no. in the original, he's like, yeah, I remember Doctor Doom. He was just there at the university. He was a bit of a dick, but whatever. Oh, yeah, he's now the king of Latvia. Great. Right. Um, I, I think I think that need of like tying everything into the same origin kind of goes to like a bigger thing with superhero movies, where for some reason they don't like the idea of creating 
a comic book universe in that you just have like science experiments and magic and mutants (laughs) and like all these weird stuff. Like they need to have an explanation for everything, Mm. but... It's like if they did want to have Fantastic Four as a new universe, why not just make it a world where just weird stuff like that can happen? Yeah, yeah. it doesn't. Yeah. You're right. Doctor have to Doom's be... magical. Just say he's magical. Yeah, it doesn't have to be know? the real world. Yeah, and... Exactly. Oh yeah, he's yeah. the he's the fucking Latvian sorcerer prince. You know, yeah. what I mean? yeah. that, that's it. I'm just like, go oh, with that. Okay. Yeah. Good. No, done. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Like I. I mean. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I guess they really wanted to make Fantastic Four dark and gritty, which I think personally is probably a fault number one. Like you don't really, yeah, it doesn't want seem to Fantastic yeah. Four. To be I don't really know much about the comics, but well, they the should have at least stuck, they should have at least yeah. stuck to it at least. If they yeah, really oh, exactly, they yeah. need to either go full hog or like no hog, no hogs. Um, <laughs> exactly, no hogs been great, and so they could have just gone like full body horror, make it all dark and gritty. Or I was kind of thinking this like as a way of like how do you get these characters, how do you get this story told in a way that's not stupid. And the way I was thinking you'd really frame this whole story, if you wanted to make another Fantastic Four, like another crack at it, is you could almost do this like a bedtime story of an older Reed Richards, as in the Reed Richards we know sort of now in the comic books, who that sort of age. Like played by Jon Griffith. Yeah, right? Just played by Miles Teller, just aged up a bit. Good, good. <laughs> um, um, telling Franklin Richards a bedtime story. Okay. And, and then so basically it's been like, so Franklin being like, hey, dad, how did you guys get together? How did you meet mom? It's like or how I met like your that. mother with Fantastic Superheroes. <laughs> and then it Absolutely. kind of turns into Perfect. a little bit of yep. a, like a whimsical, almost like, um, you know, it's like good. Fish. Is it true? Is it not? Yeah. Kind of thing. Like, you know, um, you've seen Big Fish? I did. The, I didn't like it, but yeah. Well, fair enough. But I like the idea like of the it. The idea, like you know, this, this guy telling the story to like, you know, a young kid who's like, you know, and, and he's he throwing stuff in. And then you could kind of have something at the end where like the invisible woman kind of like has been sort of there the whole time, ah. sort of watching and being like, that didn't happen. Reed. That would actually help Reed a lot of the like, movie's problems. Ah. Like, yeah. Like that time jump. That'd make sense if he's just telling the story. Yeah. You mm. could just skip forward. Yeah, <laughs> you know. exactly. But, you know, let's get rid of the dark and gritty because in my head, Franklin's six. So yeah. you, know, you <laughs> wanted to avoid a lot of that. And I think that could be a really nice... Because, again, what is Fantastic? Who the fuck is the audience Fantastic for? Is it a family movie? Is it for, like, people our age? Is it... For, what? Who do you want? Like, what is... 
who is seeing this film and who do you want to see this film? Mm. Because if you could market this as, yeah, this is the first family. This is Marvel's first family. And the big thing about the, the whole franchise, Fantastic Four, has always been about family and the connections they build. Even though, like, Ben Grimm is not really related, he's still their family. Yeah. And, like, he's Uncle Ben. Uh, and it's really fantastic. Hmm, I didn't mean that. Never Very good. No, I'm Very good. No, no, I'm mad. So that's what's great about the Fantastic Four is that they're very family focused. And so you could have really played that up to be like, yeah, you've seen Days of Future Past, which is all just, you know, death and hell and crappy futures. You know, you've seen like, you know, uh, Man of Steel, which is just like, hey, here's September 11, but like 20 of them. <laughs> you know, you've you've seen the like the Marvel Cinematic Universe and they're just convoluted as bullshit. But here's just a family-friendly good superhero film that you can kind of sit there with your kids mm. and watch it. Much like the previous two Fantastic Four movies. <laughs> 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 or The Incredibles. Or The Incredibles. Yeah. And so you make yeah. this a little bit like The like the Incredibles. And you can have it layered. You can have this kind of nice. And I think it's a really good, it's a framing device. I think device. that's a really good take on it. It'd yeah. be kind of yeah. sweet. And I kind of, and it could even just, that, that, that banter between Invisible Woman or Sue Storm and um, Reed Richards just mm. to be kind of like, you know, they're just looking after their kid. They're just trying to make do with what they've got. Yeah. And then you can kind of like, that couldn't have happened. Yeah, it couldn't have because it's retelling a story yeah. to entertain his child. And so a lot could be forgiven. Yep. I think that's, mm. and that's sort of my ideal Fantastic Four sort of film. So it's like The Princess Bride. Yeah, like The Princess (laughs) Bride. Reading the story, yeah. Bedtime Stories with Adam Sandler, but not shit. Oh, <laughs> oh, not seen that. Oh, it's a, it's a That's not film. the one where he wears shoes and turns into Dustin Hoffman. That's the cobbler, isn't it? Yes. Yes, right, it is. Right, guys? That sounds awful. <laughs> Don't look at me. I have no Adam idea. Sandler in it. I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> oh, it's not a great film. Um, but yeah, I, I was really quite surprised because we got a bunch of emails when this Fantastic Four oh, really? like, came about. And they're like, please do an episode on this. And a lot of people had Thank this God idea. God, did of, I hold out. Um, like, you know... I don't think his name is Devon. He was like really looking into like what about like Doom? Like tell Doom's story. Yeah, man. And it's like rather than have Fantastic Four, just have like Doom, and then just have like yeah, and that'd be a really yeah, just make him the main character. Yeah, because like he's fall from grace, and because Doom, like he's I, I think he's also hasn't been really portrayed that well in cinema. Because mm, Doom has absolutely. always been like I'm the best, I'm the savior, and if you look at it, what Doom has done in the comics. A lot of the time, he's doing it for the greater good. Yeah. For what, what he perceives to be the greater good. Yeah, for like his he people knows or his humanity or whatever. Not great. I yeah. mean, no one's going to call himself Dr. Doom. But see, Fox already guy. has Magneto. So maybe yeah. he would be too similar to Magneto then. Oh, I guess. But like, Sorry, I'm being a <laughs> the fly in the omen here. Uh, make him younger. <laughs> yep. Done. <laughs> done. That's one Fast difference. Fassbender, Oh, done. man, that's... There you go. Yeah. I like that. He's not, he hasn't been, you know, in a Nazi camp. That's pretty good. <laughs> that's <laughs> difference there. But I, yeah, I do like that. I make him a yeah. prince. For a second, like, I thought you meant Dr. Doom should be Michael Fassbender. I'm like, that's great casting. That's the, and then I just realized yeah. that he's referring to the fact that he's yeah. already a Marvel villain. But yeah, you see, you have like a young prince being like of of Latvia being sort of groomed to be like you're going to be the next king and you got to do all this kind of stuff and your responsibility is mm. not just for the for us as like the Latvians but also for Earth and then have him you know dabble with all that sorcery bullshit and go to hell and or wherever it is to sort of rescue his mum from from death and get all scarred and fucked up and that's yeah. why he wears the armor and you have this nice little like, tragic sort of fall from grace of what was going to be this sort of this new king of Latvia was going to really bring him out to a new age is now going to be like ruled in the iron fist of doom. And no, like, that, that would be amazing if it turns nice out film. like in the movie that that's why he's building the interdimensional portal, like in the comics. <laughs> yeah. He's trying to save his mom from hell. 
Yeah. That would give so much Absolutely. to his character if they even just mention nice. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What happened, guys? <laughs> well, just, this has been a really weird conversation yeah. about Fantastic Four. We're kind of just talking about this whole comic book thing. Yeah, well, it, it brings up a lot of issues with a lot of other movies yeah, where everything does. could go. And, and know, that's, that's the thing. It's a really good um, example here of, like, you know, is it studio execs kind of fucking up? Is it studio execs giving independent filmmakers too like you know giving them a lot of budget then trying to rein them in and then what happens when you have one who's like no i no i, I had this which you, seems you, kind of like you bought this and i'm just gonna did, yeah have yeah. like a tantrum and but, be like nah because like wasn't he just turning up the set, set just completely blazed so they say yeah. Yeah. which like when you sort of think about this in this sort of idea because like, he's not that old he's 31 31 yeah. to be like i have no control of this film that people Paid me money and mm. sold me on this pitch. I this vision, and they're not like they're basically castrating me. My my idea of what is happening. So fuck this. I'm just gonna get completely fucking baked and turn up and see what happens. Because fuck you, Fox. Because <laughs> I think it's not a bad. Suddenly wow. he becomes much more sympathetic. Like he be, he's, he's someone I understand. Like I understand that sort of behavior. Yeah. Who is yeah. kind of like. I'm I'm incapable of making fuck decisions. Your career Look, it's not oh, how I, I would have handled it. I mean, so, who knows how it? How, it's no, kind of but, like you know when you hear those um studies of when they give people who aren't aren't doing quite well monetarily and they they, they win sure. the lotto or they give them a lot of money and see what happens. And yeah. it's always like man spends twenty million on cocaine and whores yeah. in six months. Yeah, exactly. And like holy, shit, how did you do that? And I think that's a little bit of part to blame here as well for giving someone like Josh Trank a lot of money, who is like I don't know. What this money yeah but oh, see okay cool i can i can do this i guess and then he does that and they're like no bad josh train you want to do this instead and he's like but you gave me the money to do this but doesn't this just kind of speak to the broader issue with superhero films i mean this is it's films like fantastic four that are the reason this bubble is going to burst mm-hmm. because you've got marvel who come across come onto this really good thing there was talk of like fantastic four and x-men having a crossover because you know mm. shared universes are all the rage at the moment it all People say has they any, are, but has Marvel's any the shared only universe one who's succeeded. Done, well, bar apart from bar Marvel, Marvel's uh, Marvel's it. But Alien and Predator, everyone's <laughs> everyone's trying it. Because like um, I mean, Marvel. Well, apparently Universal's working on a Robin Hood one. Ooh, <laughs> so right. that's are the they thing. Like, they're doing the Universal Batman, monsters and the Universal monsters. Ooh, so. That's not working out very well. But yeah, Batman so v Superman is like that's the like that's their you know branch into the cinematic universe. Mm. But that's their second film. Yeah, yeah, and then mm. and that's the thing. Like, and that's and then, that's. But see, that's the thing. Like, you know, we're could watching. Could this go well? Could this go? That, Marvel's that doing this well, but then everybody else is seeing it, mm. and now everybody's jumping on board. And like, you know, Josh Trank like throws this director in here, it completely massively fucks up. And it's like, you know, the the fact if the superhero bubble does burst, it'll be because, like, you know, to the average punter, like, you know, someone like okay, my dad, for example, who's not a big fan of superhero films, he doesn't know the difference between a Marvel film and a Fox Marvel film. Yeah. And most mm. people probably or don't. Or like a Batman like, movie or whatever. Like, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, as far as he's concerned, he's like, he doesn't understand one. why Batman and Iron Man aren't fighting in a film. I don't yeah. know. Like, yeah, and, and I try to explain yeah, it to him. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, why aren't yeah. they? And he's like, I, I try to explain it to him and he's just kind of like, he just doesn't, he's just like, yeah, right, rights issues, yeah, whatever, and then he'll ask me again in six months' time. Yeah. Like, you know, so it's, it's, to, to the average person, it's just kind of like, okay, so I go and see a superhero film, and it's like half of them are shit like Fantastic Four and Man of Steel, and then half of them are good. Like, you know, people are just going to stop going to superhero films because, like, you know, mo- the the people who are making these films over a billion dollars are not all people like us who understand rights issues and director's issues and things mm. like that and talk about this and think about this and follow this stuff. It would just be people who just go and see these films don't differentiate between them, mm. and they see a couple of shit things like Fantastic Four, then they're just not going to go and see the next superhero mm. film because why would mm. they? Like, yeah, and that's point. what's going to pop this bubble. I, 
I, I could be wrong. Look, in five years' time, I could be looking hey, back. We could sense, be sitting yeah. on a mountain of Fantastic Fours and a mountain of, you know, an equal mountain of, like, good superhero films, and this could still be ongoing, yeah. you know, till time yeah. immemorial. Yeah. But, like... <laughs> I, I don't the, know. It just, the trick it, is just changing it up. Yeah, just exactly. Keep it, yeah. Keep yeah. As long as they can fluid. keep it fresh, yeah. people will keep coming. Yeah. yeah, which is something I think Marvel really has to sort they're of... They're struggling yeah. with it now. And I take think, note of. I think they're aware of it. But, yeah, I, I hope think they're, they're aware of it. Yeah. But you can you can see even in Ant-Man, which, you know, like I know we've said before that it was pretty much just the first Iron Man, but you can see like particularly in how they handled the climax and stuff like that, mm. that there was definitely an element of like, let's do things a little bit differently. Yeah. Mm. And I think that will... Probably going forward, because you know Marvel cannot be unaware of like the backlash of the Edgar Wright thing. Yeah, they cannot be unaware of the fact mm. they've got this growing reputation for micromanagement and for not liking directors mm. who try to think outside mm. the box. So you know Marvel will probably be addressing that, and that's this is a studio that has a lot to do with its fans and like a lot of engagement with its fans. Yeah. So like yeah. you know hopefully like if I, th- I think Marvel probably is quite adaptable. Um, where the other studios are remains very much to be seen, mm-hmm. and I would not be putting a lot of money on that. Yeah. That yeah, said though, I'm very excited for for Batman v Superman. Like, I, I was never, not. Until I have that never new been. Yeah, like, yeah, me turned too. around yeah. by yeah, one. And I was like, one, yeah. holy fuck! Like, I hated like, Man of Steel with a passion. Like it's one of my favorite films ever. I didn't. With Venom, I hate that film. Yeah. However, that one fucking trailer is turn me around a bit. Yeah. Like, and, yeah, yeah. yeah the first and, trailer for it, I was like, yeah, whatever. The second trailer, I was like, holy shit, like yeah. Ben Affleck has shown no. more range and emotion in these like 30 so seconds than Christian Bale did over three films. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. fucking sign me up for the Batfleck. Uh, I'm oh, all about oh, that. I know. I, I'm just like, I think someone pointed out this, like, think of the Man of Steel as an Elseworld story where Superman was just raised by crazy assholes. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> Where both nah. his parents are jerks. Nah, yeah. I'm sold Let on it. Let the kids in the bus die. The, and then you have this <laughs> You don't trailer. know this world anything. Yeah, you're right. Like, <laughs> to hell with this Clark, world. Fuck this world. There's a bunch of shits. <laughs> fuck them. I'm like, nah, you're right. Your parents are crazy. This is <laughs> yeah. so good. I'm on board. 110 percent i have yeah. completed a 180 on 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 man of steel i still think it's a bad film but like i'm not as hating it but even in batman v superman the latest trailer yeah mm. his mum's like mm. so oh is that what you're saying yeah, like, you, know, like, happened you, twice don't, now. Yeah, you don't know that world mm. anything okay kind of thing. yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah you're like, right it's, you're right it's Ma, world, don't. Yeah, sorry it's, edit that out but like um, like we were saying as long as they can keep giving us something fresh so like batman v superman might hit in the sweet spot where people are starting to get sick Mm. Of Marvel, yeah. So if it can come in, and same know, with yeah. Suicide Squad. Yeah, suicide Squad is taking it very seriously, yeah. and, and people I'm really excited about Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Well, like, you know what? Seems... You can tell a lot about how much by people are anticipating things by you're probably the same with with your videos. By the videos yeah. people watch, the comments they make, and you look at the views on trailers. And man of sorry, Batman v Superman has less views by a few million than Suicide Squad. Really? I think people yeah. are really. Yeah. And yeah, my excited. Suicide Squad video has become the most popular exactly. on my entire channel. Yep. And wow. I have no idea how. And you can kind but of tell by box <laughs> If I'd known it was going to get that popular, I would have put my work into it. <laughs> sure, yeah. You never know, right? <laughs> and you can also tell from reviews, when you, when you review something, the, the views determine roughly mm. how, how, how much interest how, there is. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm. Well, I mean, Suicide Squad, I also, like, I was reading this cool thing about, like, I always think it's... And this is by no means a foolproof indicator of a film's quality. No, mm. not not at all. Not even close. Sure. But, like, I always think you can tell a lot by, like, seeing how much of a good time the cast are having. 
And it's like, you yeah. know, you, if you watch like the behind the scenes video of like the videos of like the Lord of the Rings films, mm. and these are just like some guys who obviously really enjoy each other's company, really enjoy working on the project. And you can see that. There's none of that like put on kind of, oh yeah, we're all really enjoying this film. We're all having a really You're great right, time. Yeah. It's just like people just having a good time and having a laugh and at mm. ease because they clearly enjoy what they're working on. And you see all the stuff of Suicide Squad, they're all like tattooing each other. Yeah. And like, you know, Jared yeah. Leto like writing which fucked up stuff. Which on and, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, which happened yeah. in Lord of the Rings too. Mm. And like they've all tattooed each other with like not on the Hobbit. Spelt wrong, not on yeah. the Hobbit. Yeah, that's it. You watch the behind the scenes stuff of the Hobbit. It's and just it's like, like Ian McKellen it's crying. Just, yeah, yeah, Ian McKellen crying. Yeah, nobody was having a good time. I mean, Lord of the Rings was very stressful, but you can see the passion. In oh, it. yeah, exactly. And that's so key, I think. Yeah. And I think you can see that with Suicide Squad. Like, I've just seen all those photos of like, and look, I mean, I could be totally wrong. Like, it could just be like yeah. a really clever publicity ploy, mm. but they seem to be having a really good time. And I'm thinking if the cast is having a good time, then they're probably enjoying the film they're working on. And, you know, like actors generally, oh, not generally, but like, you know, <laughs> On mass, I guess, when there's an ensemble <laughs> cast like that. You know, actors aren't really stupid. You can tell when actors don't like being on a film. Oh, yeah. You can tell. Mm. Like, it's so obvious when an actor's, like, just kind of cynical about the film they're on. And to me, it's a really good sign when actors are clearly not cynical. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You know? I, I don't know. It could be wrong. Perhaps, but, perhaps it hey. could be, like, because I think on your podcast, Mr. Stutter, you mentioned... Like in comics mm. during the '90s, there was an extreme version of all the different yeah, characters that came out. Yeah. So maybe like the DC universe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My favorite Logo, character ever that's what they is all Adam out. X, the extreme, and he's just full of blades, has a backwards cap. And Skateboard? Like, <laughs> hmm? Skateboard? No, but I'm, he's, I'm like imagining he's, Poochie from The Simpsons. He, he, was, he was meant to be the third summer's brother, and like his superpower oh. or mutant power was like if he cut you, he could like boil and like blow up your blood, Jesus. and he had a goatee. Oh wow! He was the he best. <laughs> I loved him so much. He's still around, but maybe know. maybe like the DC universe no. is the start of the extreme '90s version in the movie universe. Though. Okay, you yeah, know we're yeah. getting Deadpool, we're getting Suicide Squad, we're getting Superman that doesn't mind punching down half a city. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so they're <laughs> they're Superman all extreme raised versions. by crazy yeah. assholes. Yeah. That's the Superman okay. we've got. <laughs> He's yeah. the Eradicator. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, but I think no matter what you, you know, I agree with you, what you've said, Gabe. I mean, a really big indicator of a really like a film not doing well is when a studio is like, "Hey, guys, you can't review this." Oh, and, oh yeah. yeah. That's sort of a big indicator of I think even Fox's belief in the fan forstic. Mm. Uh, uh, they knew what they had. They mm. they they very much knew. So, on that note, I've been Joel. I've been Gabe. I've been James. I have been Bandit Incorporated. Uh, and so if you guys have any other thoughts on the Fanforstic film, let us know uh, at Sanspans Radio. They couldn't even decide whether it was Fanforstic or cool. Fantastic Four. They kept changing it in each trailer. Yeah, and ruin, I tried they to did. ruin yeah. my I tried to tweet about it today. <laughs> yeah, because I'm, I'm, I'm gradually oh, going to no, use this Twitter on. thing. And I, did, I didn't know what hashtag to use. Like, was Sorry. it Fanforstic? Was it Fantastic Four spelt out? Was it Fantastic Four with the number four? I, d- I couldn't even find good images to use in the thumbnails. Huh. For the videos because they're so yeah, murky. It's really and crap. hard to find. Yeah. Good stuff. And that was like, that's something's wrong there. Yeah. Where even your promo te- material sucks. I'm sorry, yeah. go on. No, I was going to say, like, I'm always con- confused. Like, what happens if, like, they ever got to not just a trilogy, but a quadrilogy? Like, what's the fourth one going to be called? Oh, Is it like Fantastic, Fantastic Four? Four? Four. <laughs> like, well, this what do technically, they do? this technically was the fourth. Because <laughs> right. there's the two yeah. others, then the one that was oh, never yeah, supposed right, to see man. the light of day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was, maybe that's why they put the four. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. Because really, it would make as much like, sense as anything else. Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah, Fanforstic is the perfect title for the fourth film. Just saying. <laughs> Where they, right. yeah, they stick it to the franchise. Exactly. Yeah, so, yeah. so, yes, you can, if you have any uh, ideas on how to fix Fantastic Four, let us know. Uh, Sandspanshradio at gmail.com. Just, just hit our website up as well. 
James, you're on the Weekly Planet I am. podcast and you do a YouTube thing. I do a YouTube thing. Uh, I'm Mr. Sunday yeah. Movies on YouTube. Yep, I am Band Incorporated on YouTube. So just search for them there and you'll be able to find these two and you lovely guys have people. YouTube. Yeah. The Sans Pants. It is, but it's mostly our podcast just re- rehashed. But it's pretty good. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I it's fantastic. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> yes. yes. He's done it again. Both times intentionally. <laughs> <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.